Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, Series 3, Episode 11. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with the team, Lucy Wilson. Hello. Anna Neary. Hello, hello. And Tom Hazelden. Hello. How are we doing? Okay. Good, 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 good. So today, for you, we have got a standing ovation, even though you can't see us, (laughs) Amdram Problems, Get Into Theatre, and Kinky Boots. Stay tuned for all of that. But kicking us off first is, Tom, please, your article. Well, mine's not actually an article. Oh, surprise. I have had on the shelf uh, <laughs> since, uh, since we had our guest Pete Warbis on. I was talking what? about Hollywood the Musical, Peter. which was 20... 17 or something like that um two years ago so i've had this i've had this for a while but we just news keeps popping up here and there i was going to talk about big because they've announced casting for that but i don't know if anyone else is talking about that today um but i thought you know let's have a let's have a podcast where we don't end in disappointment Because I'm not too happy about the casting, so maybe we'll do that another time. So this is Tom's way anyway. of saying I've got one article, but really I'm going to quickly say <laughs> this that I'm not talking about this. It's not it? an article that I've chosen. But... Oh, sorry, Tom. I had to jump on the bandwagon. Okay, Tom, go on. Yeah. So, but uh, the it is it was just the question that kind of well, not really a question, but a thing that popped into my mind, um, and <clears throat> it keeps being reignited because. I see this happen so often, but uh, do you think we give standing ovations too often? Not us personally, just us as a society of theatre goers. Do you think standing ovations are given too often? I no. think we do now. Yeah. Mm-mm. Lucy thinks no, Anna thinks no. no. Jazz thinks yes. I think yes. I think 100% yes. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, my point of view is what's wrong in showing your appreciation for a show? There is that, but I, I, I personally think you know you always, always applaud. That's just yeah. courtesy. That happens regardless, even if the show is complete rubbish, right? Standing ovation is like a above and beyond. Yeah, it's like it's like it's the equivalent of doing an encore at a gig. I, I always think, which is also something that I hate, right? Because I always think an encore is something that you're supposed to have have like have earned, earned but. Yeah what bands and performers do nowadays is they're like cool that was our last song goodbye and then they go off and they're like we've got another song planned we're doing this on purpose whereas it should be like well no an encore is when the audience want you back and then you come and do another song it's not supposed to be planned but i I think it's the same thing with with theater personally like this this was reignited recently when we went and saw hamilton last october um and it was is is a great show the show the show's phenomenal but the the production we saw we we weren't that impressed with um and immediately as soon as it finished people were up on their feet and it was like it's almost like we have to stand up because it's hamilton like yeah, that's what yeah. i was going to say do you think it's because of the hype that that particular show has 100%. received some some shows in some shows you get a standing ovation in a different way of like Kinky Boots, Mamma Mia, Jamie, where they they 
get you up on your feet and clap and join in. It's yeah. not necessarily a standing ovation of like appreciation. It's more like a, you know, the shows are more about uh, inclusion, I guess, and and just just having fun, which is kind of like a, it's more of a party kind of than a the standing ovation. But yeah, so so many shows where the like and i you know i'm like a bit of an old fart when it comes to stuff like this just sort of sit there and i'm like don't stand up don't stand up. this show's not yeah. this show's great but it's, it's this this is good but it's not standing ovation worthy and then vice versa some shows um little miss sunshine when we went and saw that it deserved standing ovation and a few yeah. people stood up but not everyone. not yeah not not as many as as they should have and i think that's the whole thing of we've been brainwashed into this fact of this is a big show you have to stand and show your appreciation this is a small show not necessarily as much and i think people i think people I, th- I think the 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 purpose and the meaning of a standing ovation is is, is gone missing personally Lost, and i think yeah but you can tell the difference between your average standing ovation and the ones that you always speak about as being like really really memorable when you went to half the sick Half, half a six, six yeah, yeah, and that standing that ovation was that was so deserved. Was, yeah, but it was different to the average standing ovation, yeah. wasn't it? I just I think that a standing ovation is is like a special thing that is is reserved. Whereas, if you use it all the time, then it kind of loses its its meaning. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like saying, you know, from like a I don't know from from like a. a a t- a t- like you know a, a school point of view right it's like saying um oh we're not going to do any writing work today you're going to watch a, a video today or a film which is you know you're in an english class you're studying macbeth we're going to watch a film of macbeth you're like amazing don't have to do any work that's great but then if you do a film every single week then it kind of is a bit like oh well yeah can we do something else i i, I think anyway it's not obviously my words not gospel but yeah it's just but just have the productions thought. got so good that it is worth I, th- that. I think that's probably more than in my opinion that's probably more the case mm. i've never been to a show where at the end people have started standing up to give like a standing ovation and i've thought i'm not standing up it doesn't deserve it like every standing ovation i've ever given i felt has been des- deserved um um and i don't think i've ever been in a theater when there has been a standing ovation that i haven't been a part of if that makes sense and i definitely wouldn't stand up if i didn't want to does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. um but then equally i would give a standing ovation if it was a really good show not not only if it was like this is amazing and incredible and like nothing i've ever seen before like I, w- I would still give a standing ovation if I thought the show was just really good mm. mm-hmm. um, yeah. because I feel like actors work so hard on that stage and there's so many other people actually that work so hard on that stage and yeah. the only thing you can do to show your appreciation really is that applause standing or standing up. ovation at the end and I think they've stood up and ran about for about two and a half hours why can't like if I can't be bothered to just stand up now to show my appreciation if I think it's deserved then who am I really? I don't know. Two, four, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I think from like, just trying to like offer another side to it as well though. I think from like an actor point of view, A, you do work incredibly hard, but at the end of the day, 
is is their job like you mm-hmm. know i i work hard at my job bit in a completely <laughs> different get a way standing ovation. yeah exactly yeah. Uh, but also i think from an actor point of view like having done shows when you get a standing ovation it's like oh amazing they they love the show yeah. it's great and when you you don't get a standing ovation you're like okay right well what can i do to better myself you get yeah. a standing ovation every night i think from an act point of view you're like it's almost like uh like like pity mm. and Novelty i think you're like off. yeah you're like i i want to i want to know it's like it's like that that person that's like oh yeah yeah you're, you're doing a, you're doing a really good job or that like f- that person that is like a fake friend you're like you know mm. I, I i want some honesty i want i want to know um from like a creative point of view as well if you get like eugenius they get the crowd up at the end of everything yeah. and it's like this this is how our show ends it's great but yeah yeah but it's it, it ends like that on, on purpose i think you know um so would you prefer that then so say you did a production and then somebody pulled you to one side afterwards and said oh yeah it was good but this that the 100 i think that's what productions thrive on is criticism you're not going to get any better but there's nothing wrong i don't well in my opinion there's nothing wrong with giving that standing ovation but then still going actually it was amazing i do think it deserves that standing ovation but there is still something you can do to improve what i spend my life saying to my students is you're doing really really well or maybe not you never know um but you can never be perfect. You're always going to be able to improve no matter how good you get. And I think that's probably the same with musical theatre. And in that case, would you ever give a standing ovation? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, it's a tricky one, that. Yeah. Good discussion. It is. Let us know what you think. Drop us a line. I remember yes the, or no. the other thing I was going to say is that I, I feel like, going back to the Hamilton thing, is that, and it's something we've spoken about with a couple of shows before. I feel like it's kind of that thing that's like, oh, you're going to you're going to Hamilton. You you have to give it a standing ovation. You're going to Hamilton. You have to enjoy it. Do you know anything about it? No, but you know it's popular, so yeah. that means you have to go. You have to watch it. You have to give it a standing ovation. And I think like from from watching audience members in it, it was kind of that thing of like. You know, you hear people talking. You're like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about the show. I've just seen it on Facebook, yeah, and everyone's yeah. talking about it." And then afterwards, they're like, "Oh, that was the best show I've ever seen." And it was like, "Okay, that's fine." But you know, look, if you, what do you have to compare it to? And yeah. you know, I'm not saying that people that don't know anything about theatre shouldn't go and see it. I'm just saying that I think people should have like an open mind, and that comes with the whole, you know, with that appreciation. You're like. Did did I enjoy it or did I did I did I genuinely enjoy it or did I enjoy it because I've been made to feel like I should enjoy it? You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, the, yeah. the same not just with theatre, but with mm. anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Like you, you have to like McDonald's. People go to McDonald's all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't. I suppose <laughs> it's, I, I mean I do, but <laughs> you know. it's a bit like if one person had seen a hundred shows and said Hamilton was their favourite musical compared to one person who had seen two shows and said that Hamilton was their f- favourite yeah. musical. It's a bit it's um, a bit like that, isn't it? And, you know, completely fine if, if that is the case. But I think a lot of people just think like, you know, have that mindset of this is good. Like I, I, I have a, a friend at work who said he went and saw Aladdin in on the West End. Yeah. And 
I said to him, like, oh, it's supposed to be rubbish, isn't it? From, from what I've heard, I haven't yeah. seen it. And he was like, oh, no, 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 it was great. It was great. And I was like, okay, right. Like, fine, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's that thing of, like, he hasn't seen much, and I like on on the West End. And I think if you if you've seen something else, then it puts it into perspective. And yeah. I'm not I'm not saying the show's rubbish. It could be the best show in the world. I've, I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard, you know, it's that thing of like, oh, okay, well, go and see. Everyone's talking about Jamie or something, and then it might just be like, right, okay, this is that this is the standard. This is yeah, what we're yeah. going for. But fair enough. I think that translates to that anyway. But, yeah. Yeah. It's all perception. Yeah, true. Cool. Anna, your article. Yay. So I've got a list. Oh. I'm not going to say the T word because it's not. <laughs> what? Top 10? No. Oh. Don't say it. Shit. She hasn't got a top 10. No, it's not. It's just okay. a list of problems only community theatre slash amateur dramatic actors slash with the yeah action uh understand um and i want to see if you oh we've all done amateur theater we have yep let's see if we agree with this um yes so actors and singers dancers stagehands all have to start somewhere many an inspiring thespian has joined local community theater groups in hopes of refining their skills and someday rubbing shoulders with julie andrews for others, community theatre is an excellent way to keep doing something they love while still having money and a day job. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. Mm. Those who have done community theatre can arrest to the fact that it's not as glamorous as it seems. Agreed. Uh, yeah. And many of the pitfalls are things that make you want to laugh and cry simultaneously. Yep. Agreed. So, here we go. When you go out in public looking like a hooker because you're still wearing show makeup. Yep. And that's <laughs> that just Tom. So <laughs> Very true. Okay. Can never uh, get all mine off. Yeah. I don't know. What was Forbidden Planet was the worst when I had was that. Glitter? The glitter oh, the on glitter. my eyes, which I could it was like red glitter on my eyes. I was like, could I not had get it off. Green, pink, purple and blue hair for about a month. Tin Man was probably worse for me. Oh yeah, you had the silver. No, not because of that. Just <laughs> arthritis. <laughs> um, um, this one, very true. And this kind of goes with the podcast as well. Getting out of rehearsal so late and still having to work or go to school the next morning. Um, yes. Such hard work when that alarm yeah. goes off the next morning. <laughs> um, there are never enough guys to fill the required male roles. Not always the case, but no, not very always. It's getting, getting better. Depending yeah. on the show, I think as well, and where you are. <laughs> you got to be clever. Uh, when you are only one third of the way through the show, and there is only an hour of scheduled rehearsal time left, I've never actually had that. Genuinely, it's always looked that way. Like halfway through the schedule, mm. like oh, we're not going to get it done, but it always does get yeah. done. It's that panic, isn't it? But then that makes you. Yeah, finish it. Yeah, the adrenaline kicks in. I've been at a point where you've done half of the show, blocked songs, everything, and then there's still half a show to go, and there's two weeks until opening (laughs) night. Oh, I've never had it that tight. Yeah, it's been some pretty bad ones. Oh yeah, really bad ones. We've all done. 
Uh, makeup is running low and most of your bobby pins are missing and there is still another show to go. Mate, that's my everyday life. <laughs> I've got 99 bobby pins, but I can't find one. No, I yeah, literally true. have a purse saying that on it that I keep my... Also so true. In. I mean, guys, you probably don't have that issue. Uh, no, I haven't got any hair to keep bobby pins and Unless don't you're wear... keeping them in your beard. Yeah, true. Yeah. I haven't seen Bobby in a while, so... True. Mm. Don't have any of his pins. Yeah. I haven't been bowling. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if any of us have uh, dealt with this. Being cut, well, being cast as the romantic lead opposite someone half or twice your age. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably on the receiving end <laughs> of uh, being Anna the other has. half. Anna I have. Has. Yeah. Have you? Anna has. Um. Have you? Listened? No, don't think so. Just trying to think. I don't. I've like danced with someone that's yeah, probably have. twice my age. Actually, well, not uh, well. I've not been twice. cast. Well, I wasn't cast as it, but I've performed as a munchkin with children while I was about twenty. Yeah. I was Mr. Sowerberry. Oh yeah. With, oh yeah. I've shout out to Karen Ashby. I've been romantic lead with someone, Mrs. S, who was maybe like twelve years older than me, but it's not. No. Like, that's that's yeah. 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 Mine wasn't not, really romantic. Mine was with funeral planet. directors. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> uh, mic tape that doesn't stick until you have to take it off. Oh, jeez, <laughs> mic tape. Say another line. I don't know who makes that stuff, but if you if you make mic tape, have a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been here as well for the next one you've had the most exhausting work week and you have to spend your entire weekend building or striking the set um yep um your friends and family who aren't in the theater don't understand when you talk about show problems or tell them you can't come to things because you have rehearsal uh, yeah always got rehearsal. this is this is very um relatable to my job <laughs> when your friends and family think you are dead or have joined a cult because they <laughs> never see you anymore <laughs> Um, you get covered in glitter while helping with costumes and set. I do not mind that at all. Mm. When all your costumes, uh, all your costumes come from your closet or wardrobe. Yeah, mm. not so much. Um, yeah, Priscilla and Tin Man for me, all <laughs> from my closet, <laughs> my bin costume. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> there is always one girl. Who, okay, we can all figure out who this is girl who gets the best role in every show and while she is undeniably talented she is an insufferable diva Carol Joyce (laughs) (laughs) Carol Joyce shout out to Carol Joyce Um, our guest from season one yeah one of them when you're halfway through a number and you feel your mic slipping Oh, I've had I've <laughs> I've had my mic drop down my leg yeah. before now. Oh, I've had that, but I hanging. usually keep it in my like skin leotard, like a clip to the top of the skin leotard at the back, and I've had it fall all the way down, so it's very near places that nobody should go. <laughs> Why? <is> it... <clears throat> okay, Tom. What? Yeah. Just thinking of a skin leotard is definitely a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your dressing room is a broom closet or a church basement. <laughs> what? <clears throat> the dressing rooms aren't very big. I think that's what. Well, I've done many a show, rooms. many a show where the dressing room is not a dressing room. Half the time, it's the green room. Mm. Uh, there's only one mirror and twenty girls trying to use this, use it at the same time. Um, 
when the show budget is £100. Mm, yep. <laughs> when you're trying to take a prop off stage with you, but people are loitering in the wings. Oh, that's my, <laughs> literally yes. my worst <laughs> thing. Bug bear. Um, and it's usually people who literally are, are not on the stage like yeah. at all ever. It's not even that, in that scene yeah. at that time. Or like yeah. not even You're in like, that act. Are you here? Yeah. Are you just just thought I'd come and watch. <laughs> don't no. <laughs> Buy a ticket. Yeah. Six months. <laughs> Buy a ticket and don't do the show if you want to watch it. <laughs> Trying to practice choreography on your lunch hour during your day job. Nah. Yep. I used to do you that. Used to do it in the plant room. Yeah, and send me videos. Yeah, I did. You used to do it in the plant room. And just, Can you check this? Yeah. <laughs> I know like, it's all wrong. Yeah. I Don't really like bother. the gift they've got for this. I have to show you. When you are also part of the crew and have more job titles than time. It's just a cat. This is like every show that I've ever done with like the ballet schools I work with, like because we don't have like a proper crew necessarily all of the time. So you're like one minute you're trying to get the babies to come on and off stage at the right point. So being like their chaperone, the second minute you're moving set, the third minute you're like trying to like do a quick change for someone. And it's just crazy. Awesome. And then the last one, which again is kind of a good one to end on being in community theatre or amateur theatre is your second job that you love that takes up all of your time but makes you no money yep <laughs> oh if only it did if I would be so happy deal the money ah <laughs> unless you win it in a lucky dip yep win the, win the society lose yeah. the society sorry yeah true but we love it and or wouldn't win. have it any other way very That's what true the article finishes on very true very good a lot of problems that i haven't thought about for a long time Mm. i was thinking about helmet hair in my tin man costume but it would be (laughs) funnel hair (laughs) yeah true yeah funnel hair it's like a little spire very good uh lucy your article please so I do not have an article. Mine is a website to Ooh. let you all know about. A it website. is Um It's the first thing that you see when you go onto the website is it says, find thousands of ways to get into theatre. Um, and then it's got loads of things on here, but ha- go and have a look if you're interested. It's basically so you can get training, funding and experience. Um, so there's lots of scholarships, um, and like workshops that they're posting on here that are either th- free or you can get money off or, you know, a little bit cheaper or just letting you know about them. Um, so, for example, the first one that comes up is the Andrew Lloyd Webber Foundation Scholarship for the Royal Welsh Welsh College of Music and Drama, MA and Musical Theatre. And it is a full scholarship for the value of £27,000. So that's amazing. Yeah, that's if, crazy. If you need anything or are looking for something specific, or would just like to maybe get some help with something, go onto their website and it, you can press the start button and it asks you to say four things about yourself um, to begin with, and it can kind of like guide your way through the website to get what you need. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah, what website is that again? Getintotheatre.org There we go. All the information is in the show notes. Okay, and on to my article, a very short one from me today. So, they filmed Kinky Boots in the West End. Finally. Yes. They are doing something with it. 
Amazing. Summer 2019 on June 22nd. It is going to be screened in a cinema. Yay! Amazing. But in San Francisco. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> is it the West End one? It is the West End version Why is being it? screened in America. There's what? no talks of it over here yet. What? But we can go San Francisco. I think, Stupid. I think it we'll might. Go for the day. Yeah, it and must, it should. Must be. We'll they made the a big thing about it, didn't they? Yeah. Like Killian Donnelly and Matt Henry. Back. Yeah. This is very nice. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll just go. Yeah. So it's being shown this summer in America. And fingers crossed, hopefully it's coming over here. Why is so it going to America if first? If you do hear about it, please do let us know and we will get the word out about it. Cool. So that was our articles. On to... News and social. Whoop, whoop. News and social, which means Amdram shows. I shall kick us off with a show that I know Mr. Hazelden likes. Ooh. It is The Pajama Game by Woodley Light Operatic Society, yeah, boy. based in Henley. Not far away from us. Not far away from us at all. Have to wear your pyjamas if you go and watch it. <gasps> yeah. You should wear your pyjamas. That'd be awesome. That'd Sleep be tight. Sleep tight. Sleep tight, we pledge our hearts. So, this is running from the 12th of June to the 15th of June. So, not a very long run. And it is a 7.45 start. It Decent. seems to be coming a thing now. Tickets are £15 for adults or £14 for senior citizens. Or students and seven pound fifty for under sixteens, but you can buy them in a bunch of three for thirty nine pounds. This is at the Kenton Theatre in Henley on Thames. So if you live around that way, please do go and support them. Lucy, your show, please. So after last week's um, bit of a different workshop type thing i'm bringing you another workshop this week and it is from this time districts three and five so last week we had one and four we now have three and five and it is the dare to dream youth workshop so i think it's the same workshop but this time it's a youth one um it's on the 9th of june and it is noda scotland again so it is 130 bowwood house in grangemouth the postcode is FK30EU and it's like south of Scotland. So um, closer, if, if you're not in Scotland, it's closer than the other one. Um, the description is youth members will come together for a one day development workshop shop delivered by Karen Herbison. Uh, for full details, contact your regional rep. District 3 is elizabeth.donald at noda.org.uk and District 5 is david.black at noda.org.uk. Wonderful. Anna, your show, please. My show is called Tons of Money, um, running from the 11th to, of June to the 15th of June with the matinee on the 15th by the Huddersfield Thespians Limited at the Lawrence Bately Theatre in Huddersfield um the show is uh well it's a play um and it's about a uh guy that pretends to die oh nice 
And he pretends to be his cousin. To get money. So, get, so he gets, because he's in loads of debt, so he dies and pretends to be his cousin so he can earn all his cousin's money. Because his cousin's actually dead. So he oh. earns all this money and apparently it's um, quite funny. Uh, <laughs> Sounds hilarious. Yeah, so you can buy tickets. Um, so you can call the box office on 01484-4430528. I don't have prices or anything, but a nice picture of a house with lots of money around <laughs> it. That'd be nice. nice. Cool. Tom, your show, please. My show is Hair. Um, I haven't, to my memory anyway, seen Hair down on Noda. I'm sure it has popped up, but... Um, it sort of jumped out at me. Uh, it's on from the 4th of June to the 8th of June uh, at the Duchess Theatre in uh, Nottinghamshire. Uh, it's at the Chatsworth Arts Centre. So I'm guessing the Duchess Theatre is at the Chatsworth Arts Centre. Um, it's being put on by a society called The Cast, which I thought was a cool name. It's very um, cool. I like societies that don't have society after mm-hmm. them. It uh, it makes them seem really professional and by the look of their website, they look super professional as well. Cool. So I think you're guaranteed a really good show. Um, about 90s hippie, uh, 1960s sort of hippies culture uh, and there's some some great songs in here. Uh, you can call the box office on 01158820365 uh, or you can go on the website, which is www.thecast.org.uk Um Go and have a look at their photos because, like I said, it looks it looks super professional. Um, there's nothing on the Noda website about ticket prices, so uh, if you want to go on the website, I'm sure you can find more on there. Cool, very good. I did hair a long time ago. Thoroughly enjoyed. Mm. Thoroughly enjoyed doing that. So that is all from us on news and social. Whoop, whoop. It is. So fancy playing a game? Yeah. Sure. Let's play a classic. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character? It is who's that character. So I shall think of a theatre-based character and the team will go around in turn, Lucy, Anna, Tom, in that order, asking yes or no questions and I will give yes or no until they guess who it is. So, I have thought of a character, Lucy. You are first with your question. Is it a man? No. Uh, Is it in a show in the West End at the moment? No. Is your character human? Yes. Is the show that your character is in currently on Broadway? I don't think so. So she's not an animal, is she? But maybe. No, she's not an animal. Um, Is she... the main character? No. Is this from a Disney musical? No. Have we had the musical as one of our albums of the week? No. Hmm. I thought you were going to ask a different question then. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is, um... Is it? Is she from a modern musical? Mm, yes. 
Is the character from JCS? No. no. Have any of us around this table bef- performed in this show, like as an Amdram? No. Okay. Not that I know of. Is she from a jukebox musical? No. Have any of us seen this musical? Don't think so. Is this musical also on DVD? Oh. Like, is it a film musical as well? Mm, no. But you could get it on DVD. So the show's been recorded, but you can't see the film? No. So the f- there is a film, but it's not a musical. So right. there is a film of right. the story? Okay. No. So it's like... You'll understand why. You mean yeah. like... Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't mean like whereas Kinky Boots was a film but not a musical no <clears throat> okay right. oh I forgot my question Damn it. um oh yeah Is she, does she have a love interest no don't think so is it a Lloyd Webber musical no is she a child yes Oh, that is big clue. She's not a main character. Because you just immediately think like Annie and Matilda, but... Mm-hmm. Um, is it... Oh, no, because we've seen that, so I don't know. Um, is she a big part of the show? I would say so, yeah. It's pretty equal. Is it Sondheim? Nope. Is the show about this character? Nope. So it's about someone else's story? It's pretty equal for everyone. Oh. What is it... Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. It is Wednesday Adams oh from the Adams Family. You can watch that mm. as a film. I literally thought of Wednesday Adams. You can watch the film of the Adams Family. Yeah, but it's not the film of the Adams Family is not the same as the musical. Yeah, but I said you from can, the Adams Family. You can watch it as a story. But the stories are okay. not the same. So yes, it is Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. <laughs> Woohoo! Well done, Anna. Thanks, studio audience. Do you know Thanks. what? Didn't tell how many points, did I? No. Left it as a mystery. Mm. Do you know how many points are up for grabs today? No. Minus 12. Four. <laughs> oh. Just four. Well. And they were only teddy bear points, so no need to worry about it. You can exchange them for something else. So, from a game on to... Album of the week. Ba-da. Album of the week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. So we had Tom back to back as album of the week. Tom, please tell us what your album was. My album was the Book of Mormon. Woo. Yeah. <clears throat> Mormon books. Yeah. Um. Great show. Uh, amazing show that I think deserved a standing ovation. When I saw it, oh. and I think it got one. It did. Um, 
It's phenomenal. Uh, there's the choreography was amazing. There's some great uh, costume changes in there. Um, it's very funny. Uh, it's great for having a diverse cast because it's like, uh, I mean, half of half the cast are just sort of white males that you know they all kind of look fairly similar um but then the other half is just a mix of sort of uh of 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 black people basically so uh the the cast is quite diverse which is cool um yeah very rude very funny um what did you guys think anna i love the show um listened well saw the show before it was album of the week um yeah really like it really funny um yeah i mean <laughs> it's just great <laughs> um i think the songs are really well written um this yeah the storyline's great i think it's really random um i very much like it um i disagree with how diverse the cast is because white females cannot be in it and you're on about other stuff, but I want to do the show and I can't do it. <laughs> so that is a lot of. Uh, it's true. There, there's, there's no. Yeah, people no complain that like black people can't white do white shows females. and things like that, but that's one that white yeah. females definitely cannot do and will never be able to do. True. Is that show? Just putting that out there. I get. I guess there's a, a lot of shows out there for white females to do, but yeah, there's. That you specifically cannot have white females in this show. No. So, there you go. Fair enough. Oh, am I doing my favourite song? Favourite song? Favourite song would be... Um, uh, making Things Up Again. Fair enough. Cool. Lucy, what did you think of it? Funnily enough, I was going to say, similar to what Anna has already said, was that listening to it, all I could think about was how male-dominant the show was. And, mm. like, it's another show that's all about men, but I completely understand why, because it's literally taking all the stereotypes that you can get yeah, and literally. putting it into action in the wrong way, but making it funny. So kind of taking the mick out of people who kind of live up to stereotypes, I guess. That's not a very good way of explaining it at all. The cast, the casting's done on purpose. It's yeah, not like exactly. it's no it's, thought. It's kind of done as a joke of like, it's all all men. Yeah, like I can yeah. completely get why there aren't any uh, like female. Well, there are female parts, but not, not for, your typical yeah. female well, parts, and, and definitely not for white people. You're right. Um, so listening to it, I was a bit like, oh, okay. All the men, but that there is a reason for it, so that's mm. fine. Um, it's a bit similar to um, it's not similar to something rotten in the style, but in that I would listen, like, listen to them as a show and probably go and watch the show and really enjoy the show. But the songs individually, um, there's to me, they don't stand out that much, but that may be because it's a male dominant show so no like fe well the, there are a few bits of female solos but there's not really that big female solo thing yeah, is there kind of going from what I don't know well if um, you listened to us on Kennet Radio we were on about relating to people in shows mm. obviously for us we can't relate to anyone in it no because exactly 
there's no one we're like oh we're just like them yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and I think it made me realize how much I need to be like oh I really get that and if I did this show I would do that like I would like to be this person and it made me realize how important that is to me when I watch a show and how if I don't have that or listen to a show and when I don't have that I don't I'm not as interested it's really interesting um because I didn't realize I was that way until I listened to this um having said that it's really funny I don't know if I would necessarily listen to it again just because um like I tend to listen to my music when I'm in the car and if I was pulled up at a traffic light listening to (laughs) any one of the songs from the show (laughs) and the music was loud and I looked at the person in the car next to me it'd be a bit like oh um or like the next door neighbors heard me through the kitchen window while I was making dinner singing along to the soundtrack it probably would be a bit strange um it's very very rude um but I would really like to go and see the show it seems like a great show to do um my favorite song is I believe and I think that's a really great song for men to sing that's I guess that's what I like about the show as well is that um I'm I'm not saying it's a, a good thing that there's no like white female parts in the show. I think, you know, it's it's a shame that there's not. But I think there's there's so and I say this about I think we I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago but to, about film instead of theater is that there's so much for white females in musical theater. Yeah. Um and it's nice to have that sort of male dominated show where they're all singing, all dancing, and it's very cheesy and over the top. It's kind of like something you would I, I'm not saying that you don't get men that do it, but it's nice to have from from a, a male point of view, it's nice to have a show that's like, yeah, and we, we encourage that and that's what this is all about. Um mm. Yeah, no, I feel yeah, I I'm not, I'm not feel, saying it's a good thing or a bad no, thing. No, no, just, I feel bad being like, it's got no white females in it because literally every musical theatre show. No, I, on I, I know the West what you End mean. From, it, from, like a, from it, your point of view, it's like a. To have love, interest like in to it. We love show. the show, yeah. So we want to be in it. It's yeah, like, you, like Miss yeah. Saigon. I'd love to do that show, yeah. but I don't look right for the show. Yeah. You have yeah. to be a certain race to do that show. Yep. You'll never be able to do it. If the boot fits. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I re- I enjoyed it. It's it's uh it's sounds like it's a really good show, um, but as a soundtrack, like I I love the music and I think it's great and really adds to the show. But as a soundtrack, I think it needs to be in context to listen to one of the songs. See if that makes sense. That's mm. interesting because for me, uh, th- obviously this is just where like different people different things. For me, the soundtrack is what sold me on the show it's the first thing i heard and it's there's not a single song on the the play on the soundtrack that i can't that i don't want to listen to like i i love the songs and i just can listen to them all day and mm. without the context of it being in the show um d- which is it, yeah just just interesting it has anything. sold me the show definitely like yeah. listening to it has made me realize that it is a great show um because it completely tells you the story throughout all of the songs really, really well and the songs yeah. are really good. Um, I really like 
because you know that you said earlier they're in Uganda and I really like the feels like how they've made it very clear musically yeah. that when they're there and when they're talking about um Florida and it's very different I really liked that and I liked the style of the music when they were in Uganda and the way they were the the people from Uganda were singing I thought was really good they sound mm-hmm. really great considering they probably might not speak like that yeah, in real yeah, life yeah. Yeah. um so I was really impressed by that and I would definitely like to go and see it um, I did enjoy it, but it's just a bit of an odd one to listen to mm-hmm. for me yeah. with the songs by themselves because of, I think mainly because of how rude they are actually, yeah. to be honest, like without them, without you sitting and watching it in yeah. context, it's just a yeah. bit like, oh my God, he's just said this word or whatever. C-bomb. Jazz, mm. what about you? What do you think? Um, it wasn't my cup of tea, actually. I have listened to a few songs from Book of Mormon before. Um I thought I was going to really enjoy it and found myself not, actually. Um, yeah, lots of swearing, lots of subject matter that I didn't feel was appropriate or needing. Um, yeah, just wasn't for me. I listened to it all the way through. Uh, it's probably a couple of songs I'd I'd pick out and, and listen to and put into a separate pre- playlist but yeah i probably wouldn't listen to it all the way through Fair again enough. yeah that's part of the point of it i think as well though is like they have they have so many walkouts each show it's like mm. i think they were like let's see how far we can push it yeah well i wasn't a big uh south park fan so yeah. i think that's kind of mm. where it stems from and i kind of went into it having an open mind going oh i'm not really a south park fan but yeah. i'll go into this knowing it's it's done by the creators of that mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I liked Team America, and they they were they, they were part that, yeah, pa- yeah. part of that. So and yeah, so I like Avenue Q. So, like Avenue Q. Yeah. so yeah, that's why I was going into it thinking, oh okay, yeah, this could be something I enjoy. But yeah, it was just too far. A lot I think going like yeah, I think going far. back to what you say, I think that's why I wouldn't listen to the songs without watching the show because I think without the context of them being in the show, it is far too far too much but i feel mm. like if you were actually watching the show and you were in that it it was like the context was given it would be a bit you wouldn't feel as shocked because you kind of go there and you see the progression and you know what sort of era they're living in and what um you say that they hit you right at the gate <laughs> there's no like build up to it any really? of it mm. yeah okay but that is that is that that shock thing and it's like i think because of the way they sell it without telling you a huge amount about it. I think they have a lot of people. And I think like this is kind of their goal with it as well. They have a lot of people that don't know what the show's about. And then they go and they're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And I think it's almost like a a test of like where we're at as a society. Because like if you, if you have a, a rational head and a rational sort of thinking process, you can go and see this show and be a Mormon and enjoy it because it's like you get the program every other page is sponsored by the religion of of mormons like they they sponsor the show um it's more yeah more on religion isn't it rather than the being with mormon itself it's yeah. more about religion as a whole that they but that's what i mean they cut they kind of batter religion mm. but you can go and see it and just watch it with a pinch of salt Funnily um, enough, it wasn't the religion side of it that bothered me. It was yeah. the, the the Ugandan side and how uh, how they were the treating. Or? No, no, oh, no. Just... How they were treating 
the main thing that stuck in my head about the thing that I was shocked about listening to the soundtrack was how the people who lived in Uganda were speaking about the women in Uganda. Yeah, mm. and that's part of like so. So part of the show is that they 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 go there, uh, and the 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 basically they're just the village is so like immoral. They mm. um you know they they rape the women and stuff like that, and there's there's death and and stuff like that. And Elder Cunningham, who's not quite, he's not very smart, and he doesn't know the religion that well in order to stop them from doing this, he makes up stuff about mm -hmm. the religion and it becomes something completely different. Um, but because it's such a big contrast, I think the point, and this is why I think you can watch it and be religious and still enjoy it, is that um, the, the, the point of the show is that although they take the mick out of religion, I think they kind of ultimately say it's a good thing as well because it's like, does it matter what we believe or what a book tells us like all religions are, are supposed to be about doing good and like does it mm -hmm. matter if we all believe in you know you can be a christian muslim hindu everyone should believe in just doing being good being good, good yeah. being nice which is the yeah. point of the show mm. and i think goes over some people's head um and i think also some people leaving the show because it's such a big shock it's that that this is what i mean by i think it's a bit of a test it's like you know people are so put off by the shock of it they're like oh I'm, this is i'm not staying for this but it's kind of i think it's kind of a bit like this is the world we live in um this is how far we're going to push you but it's ultimately like a good message i don't know it's a, it's a weird show um it's, it's a great show and uh i heard a story that matt stone and Trey Parker and Matt Stone were talking about writing this and just putting it on Broadway and they got like a meeting with Sondheim and someone else, a couple of famous composers. And they were like, yeah, you can't just do this. It's an elite club. You have to build up, <laughs> uh, you know, you have to, you have to train and do this and this and that. And they were like, well, you know, and then they, they got it. And it's one of the best selling <laughs> yeah. musicals ever. That's good. Um, I really like that. Yeah. It's like, you can't, you can't be part of this club. It's exclusive. It's like, yeah. well, no, it's not. But yeah, it's, more. Cra it's crazy though because the sh like the songs itself they're sung so beautifully mm. and I think with the male chorus as well you can get such a nice sound mm. and then the context of each song you're just like oh okay it sounds beautiful <laughs> it sounds amazing but then it? you realise what the what lyrics they're, they're singing <laughs> yeah yeah. So, yeah so okay Mikeage Tom um, I I Love the show and I love the soundtrack, so I'm gonna give it five stars. Five, five mics, five, five mics, stars. five mics out of five mics. Ding ding ding, Anna. I like the songs, I like the show, I like the funniness of it. Um, I'll give it a four. A four, Lucy. It's a tricky one for me. I don't really know what to give it. I still don't, I think I have to judge it on what. I have listened Just to it because album, I haven't yeah. seen the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think if I saw the show, I would enjoy it. And I think at the end of the day, it would probably um, give across quite a positive message, actually, in showing the like bad side of things, if that makes sense. Um, so just for the album, I'm going to give it a three. Three. Cool. But I think it would be more if I see the show. Okay. Cool. Uh, and I'll give it a 1.5. Uh, there are a couple of songs on there that I like that I will move to my playlist. But yeah, just not my cup of tea. 
So let's spin the wheel and find out who is going to be picking next. It is me. Jasmine. Okay, so I have chosen Newsies. Newsies. Has anyone yeah. listened to it before? No, oh, we not. I have indeed. Of the week. No, yeah. we haven't. Um, yeah, so. Well, performed, well, some of the kids I have taught have performed this in Disneyland. Nice. segment of the show. So, yeah, Newsies, original Broadway cast recording. So the album cover is uh, a guy holding a newspaper, all dressed up, doing the splits, pretty much. Uh, yeah, with a newspaper background, Newsies on the front. Original Broadway cast recording. You can also watch the whole show online if you want. You mm. can. In HD. You can. It Handy is dandy. not very long. No, it's not. No. I was just looking at that. That's the first thing I always do yeah. when you pick an album. Fifty minutes, so yeah, not even a, not even two half an hour commute journeys. Um, yeah, just a show. I've not seen. I've not. I I've heard of it. I've heard one song by accident, um, and that's usually how I pick my shows. Um, I'll hear a song by an accident and like, oh, okay, cool. Not heard that before. Educate myself and and potentially others. So yeah, Newsies is the album of the week. Please do listen along with us and let us know what you think. That's all for album of the week. Yeah, it is that time of the show where we are coming to the end. So let's have some recommendations. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Uh, everyone, as soon as everyone jumped to the chance. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is an album. Uh, it's Teaser and the Fire Cat by Cat Stevens. Um, Cat Stevens is the best. <laughs> Fact. If you're in the mood to to just relax and just chill, put anything by Cat Stevens ever on, and uh, yeah, nice, nice. Who would like to go next? Do you want me to go? Yeah, now. Okay, it could literally be anything, right? Yeah, of course, music. anything. <laughs> Only no. because I spoke to someone about it earlier on today. That's why it's in my head. You know the biscuits that are there called like biscoff biscuits like lotus they've got lotus biscoff biscuits mm-hmm. i don't so, but with go the on. red stripe with the, the red clear stripe with the red stripe you get them when you go into like a, a hairdresser's yeah. yeah um it, they're very nice <laughs> and you can buy a pack in tesco's for like three pounds <laughs> okay but you can get an even bigger pack in poundland for only a pound no so i go. suggest if you fancy those biscuits get them from poundland off of that, can I recommend as well <laughs> that uh, they also sell uh, Biscoff paste, which is like oh yeah, the, oh, like the biscuits in like a spread form, like mm. peanut butter, and it tastes tastes just like them. But it is yeah. I I prefer it, but I love the biscuits. As they're well. Belgian biscuits as well, um, but well they're Bel- they're made in Belgium but sold in America and over here. So nice. Tell your friends to Biscoff. They're very good. If you haven't had them, try them. 
Cool. And then when you try them, buy them from Boundland. Boundland. Yeah. Yeah. Try them first, <laughs> then buy them. Yeah. Uh, after you've you go to the hairdresser the, the shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny. Cool. Lucy. My recommendation is a TV show that is on Netflix. Most people have probably heard of it or maybe even watched it anyway. Um, and it is Queer Eye. Um, if you haven't heard about it, it's about five guys who live in America. Um, they are all gay, uh, but they each have like a specific thing that they are trained in. Um, so one is a hairdresser, one is an interior designer, one is... Um, like a chef slash foodie uh one is into fashion and the other is like for mental health and confidence uh and mental well-being um and they go around in each episode they have a different person uh they've had literally all kinds of people on there um and they pick literally pick them up from rock bottom and build them back up again in a week and it is just the most amazing thing to see um you hear it and you hear like five gay guys, oh, it's going to be all over the top and blah, blah, blah. And it, you think, oh, that won't be my cup of tea. But genuinely, this group of five guys are just the nicest guys you'll ever meet. One of them is really over the top and you think he's going to get on my nerves. He's really in your face. But actually, he is, He watching the program has really inspired me. And I know that sounds silly, but it really, really has because they are literally just going around and changing people's lives. And I think to be able to change a person's life like that, you have to just be one of the best sorts of people in the world. Um, it's a really good uplifting program and I am addicted to it and I cry every <laughs> single time I watch it. But it is so, so good. It makes me, it makes, it's like happy sad tears. It is happy, so sad. good. Very, very good. And very I think that was positive. also Jazz's recommendation by the looks oh, of it. Yeah, well, I was, but I always have a backup um just in case because we all spend Living a lot of time suffering. together so uh yeah a lot of our stuff is is very similar so i have a song for you not even a whole album just a song <laughs> Jazz has prepared a song for <laughs> um <laughs> and funny enough it is a song that i have done or well, we have done tom uh it is you've got a friend in me but is by jordan fisher and Olivia Holt. It's got Buzz and Woody on the cover and it is yellow and purple. It is the version that um, I took as inspiration to sing at Lucy and I's wedding. So it is a very lovely, different country version of it. Myself so. and friend of the podcast, Jake, did the backing Jake, vocals. Yeah, for did. Jazz. Yeah. But you Very changed it, it, didn't you, slightly? I did, yeah, yeah. I changed changed the lyrics ever so slightly, yeah, just to fit fit better with us as a couple. So, yes. Well, Toy Story 4 is coming out soon, so there's exactly. no better time to and get on the wagon. Like yeah. 40 days. Woo-hoo. Although, when this goes something out, like actually, it will, it'll be way less. It'll be like... 10 days or something. Something like that. Yeah. So, so excited. Yeah, yeah it probably will be about 10 That's days. exciting. Future yeah. me. <laughs> Toy Story is almost out, mate. <laughs> Enjoy. You're not prepared. I'm going to be a wreck. <laughs> Genuinely. Wonderful. Thank you for listening today. Please do um, subscribe. Hit us up on social media. Please leave us a review on iTunes. And we look forward to being in your ears again soon. Thank you. Stay strong. 
Ah. at podcast. What have we all had for dinner? Uh, Chocolate. What's that got to do with anything? Because we're all gone loopy. I had Fruit Loops yeah. for dinner. 